starting with Ezra Hashem Daf Tzadi, and uh, we're just going to start the mission on it on, on the top of the Amr, the fourth line down, and we will uh, and start the new parak today. So the mission starts Katon Shehisiyu Aviv. So his, you have a Katon whose father married him off. Okay, so he was a Katon. The point is, he wrote a ksuba, or a marriage document, and uh, he was a katan, so he wasn't really in a position to write a marriage document that would be binding. Okay, ksuba is a legal marriage document. So now, ksuba, so still ksuba sakayemes, will say that his ksuba will survive, meaning as he gets older, he will keep his original ksuba, shaman askein kaima. Okay, that it's, it's almanas, meaning that is, and we've seen this idea, this is really coming off of the previous few Mishnahis, we discussed the idea that Ksuba is a Tanai Bezdin, that no matter what, is a Tanai Bezdin, okay, and therefore, his Ksuba, his marriage document, will survive, even though he wrote it when he was a Kitana. And we're going to have to see to what extent, that's going to be the Gemara. Gershon is Gaira, Ishtai Imai, so again, similarly, you have a Ger that was in the Skyer with his wife, so when they were, before they were um, Jewish, they had a marriage document, so we're saying that Ksuba Sakayames the marriage document will survive. Shamanas came kaima. That's why he's keeping her. Now, really, it's, not, it's less about the original ksuba that they might have had. It's more about, or it's not really about that at all. It's more about the Tanai Bezdin that any married couple has. And like we've seen in the previous Mishnah, that, that previous Mishnah is that there's a Tanai Bezdin <clears throat> for any married couple. So now, Zakta Gemara, Amar Rav Huna, Loi Shanu. Rav Huna says, it's only the Mana Masayim, Ela Mana Masayim, Avotesefes Eila. So the only ksuba that you're actually getting is the manamasayim. We know that a ksuba comprises of many different parts. It has the manamasayim, that's the standard, tesefes ksuba, other, other dinim. So what we're saying is that, that the fact that these people wrote a, a ksuba or a marriage document when they weren't really in a position to write one, either because he was a katan or because he wasn't Jewish, <clears throat> that we're saying that, that the, the ksuba will quote unquote survive. I'm asking Kaima, he's keeping her al ksuba. That's really based on the Tanai Bezdin, and it's just the Manamasayim that we're keeping. We're saying it's like they have a ksuba. They can live together because they have a ksuba. So now, Avol Tosefes, Einla. There's no Tosefes. Or Yehuda Amar Afil Tosefes, Yeshla, that the Tosefes you have as well. Okay? Now, Tosefes addresses, well, if we say it's Loishano Ela Manamasayim, so then what's the Chiddush? Amanaskin Kaima. What do you mean? There's always a Tanai Bezdin. You always have a Ksuba. What do you, what do you mean? The fact that they, Amanaskin Kaima, they wrote it when they when we weren't in a position to write a Ksuba. Katan, guy, what's, what's the Chiddush over here? That there's always, she's always going to have a Ksuba. It's a Tanai Bezdin. So Tosa says a, a, a massive Chiddush that even, even, if you, even though right now, means when they wrote the Ksuba, they weren't in a position to write a Ksuba. Nagea Besula. Right? If we're going to look at it, what's right now? Well, they're married right now, so the Tanai Bezin gives them the Ksuba. So we should get, only give them mana. We should only give them the hundred. But we're going to go back and say, well, since it's Almanas King Kaima, it's since we're going, to, we're going to, on the strength of the original Ksuba. Okay, the problem that you have here is that if the reason that they're staying together now is because it's the Tanai Bezin, and moreover, specific to the case of Ger, Shenis Gaira Ishtai Imai, you have even a bigger problem. Why? Because... She, was, uh, she, was, she wasn't a basula. She was a guy. So the Ramam actually says, no, that it's not true. You're not going to get, so that's what I'm saying. That, and the Achorinim asked this on Tesis, that Lamaisa, what, what, what are you talking about? How could you say that, she, that she's going to get 200? The, the Ramam, Peshav Shai, says you only get 100, that it's Taka only 100. 
And I, if so, what's the Chiddush in this case? Again, if we're giving you Ksuba now, you're married in Maisa Tanai Bezdin, any marriage has it, so then what's the Chiddush? And they say that, and we've seen this thing before, that the Chiddush is, is that it's going to go based on the money of where you wrote the original document. We discussed that if the money is in one place, is what type of money, some money is worth more than others, Yushalayim versus, versus other places. Um, so depending on which city you're in, so you're going to go based on the money where the Ksuba was written, and that's the whole Chiddush over here. But either way, okay, so we have a Machlikas, um, we have a Machlikas Amirayim, when we say that Almanas came kind of the Ksuba survives, to what extent? Is it just the Ksuba or is it the Tesavis Ksuba as well? Okay, so Meisvei, and we're going to come to ask, how could you possibly say that the, the Tesavis Ksuba will survive, meaning even though it's coming off of a, in, ostensibly an invalid document written by a Katan or a guy. So Meisvei, Chidshay, if you add something new to the Ksuba, Netel Smasha Chidshay, then you'll, you'll take, you'll get what, you, what does that sound like? Masha Chidshay, the Taisefes Ksuba. Chidshay in, like Chidshay So we're being medayic from a little bit of a vague brysa that it's, that you're only getting Taisefes if you're Chidshay. So the Gemara says, no, 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 no. Ema af Masha Chidshay. What we're saying is you'll even get on the Taisefes Rishayna. Meaning what we're saying is if you add to the Ksuba in this situation, let's say the guy got married, he was, he was a kid, kid got married as a katan, and then he becomes a gadol. So he will stay um, he, he we'll saying he has a ksuba according to the the Amaraim that hold <clears throat> according to Rav Yehuda who holds that you'll even get Tesefes what, the, what this Bryce is coming to say is if you add we'll allow you to add to the ksuba even though the, the foundation of this document is a ksuba that wasn't a, a legitimate legal document written by Katan you can add to it as well but it's no raya that you're not going to get the Tesefes ksuba so the says, what again we're going to ask what do you mean it doesn't say this it says Let's see it more explicit, a little, a little bit of a less, a less vague version. So we see that the only thing, if you don't add to the ksuba, the only thing you're getting, you're not getting tesav ksuba. You're just getting the mana masayim. Okay, so we're going to shlug of Rabbi Yehuda. In other words, really, there's no, there's no way to say that you're going to get the tesav ksuba. Yehuda and I, what was he thinking? He shlugged up. Now the gemara is just going into what was Rabbi Yehuda thinking. How could he possibly tell this? So Rabbi Yehuda Masisen Atisa, okay, Atisa. He he made a mistake based on the Mishnah. Who savar subasa kayemes akula milsa? Because of the fact it, it, that the Mishnah said it's a little misleading. It said subasa kayemes. It sounds like the original marriage document survives, not that it's a Tanai bezdin that that we're giving her a ksuba now is married. If you actually look at it objectively. There's a legitimate reason to, to possibly, you know, there's, there's ways you can get tripped, tripped up. So, Milsa, right? So he thought, I call it Milsa Kai, but like it's not, I Iker Ksuba Kai. We're just talking really about the Iker Ksuba, okay? And we're not talking about the Sevas Ksuba. Hadron Allah Hakai Salishtai, Hadron Allah Hakai Salishtai, Hadron Allah Hakai Salishtai. Now, we were beginning the 10th uh, parak, and, and um, we're really going to jump back into Ksubas bin Indichrin, okay? So what is Ksuba's been indifferent? Let's just uh, rehash that. So that is normally if a husband and wife are married. So in the Ksuba, there's a Lushan that says that really the, really the husband, if the wife would die while they're still married, the husband is Yerush, his wife. And what he's saying is, and then it's done, finished. It falls into normal Yerusha. What he's saying, what he promises his wife in the Ksuba is that after he dies, the male sons, the Yarshim are always going to be male sons. They're going to be Yerush the father. But the male sons, when we talk about how to divide up the Yerusha, will get, will get the amount of her ksuba in the Yerusha. Meaning, what's a Megea? Let's say the estate is worth $1,501. 
Okay, and in the ksuba of the lady, he's married to two wives. The ksuba of lady number one was $1,000. The ksuba of lady number two is 500 Instead of them splitting the Arusha amongst all of the Yarshim equally, among all of his male heirs, what we'll say is we'll look at these two groups. There's male sons that came from wife number one, male sons that came from wife number two, male sons from wife number one will get the 1000 and male sons from group number two will get 500 and they don't, and they don't split they don't split evenly. I said 1,501 because we know that in order for there to be Ksubas bin Indichman, it's a Dindar Abanon, there has to be a Yerusha Daraisa. Okay, the Rabbanon said, we're not going to supplant Yerusha Daraisa, which says that it's divided evenly, so we're only going to fulfill Ksubas bin Indichman if there's enough to cover both Ksubas, the estate has enough to cover both Ksubas, plus a dollar, so uh, a dinner, or what we call it. It's on, it's on the Ksuba or then the Dunya that's written into the Ksuba? So it's, it's the, the ksuba. ksuba. It's the ksuba. Yeah, the value of the ksuba. What specifically, it's the, it's the value of the ksuba, which is inclusive of that. Okay, I, th- I think it's, I think it's uh, the value of that. If you, or, oh, well, okay, no, that's a good point. It's the dunya. The dunya, right? Because we said that that was the reason why the father would be giving it in the first place was to, the only reason he's giving it, and it's an assurance, right? We wanted that there's a mitzvah for fathers to make sure their daughters get married, and therefore they give in the dunya, so... We could say it's in Adonia. Okay. Now, so, Zakta Mishnah, Misha Yenasi Nashim. So, what happens if a man is married to, he has two wives, Umes. So, in Harishaina, Kaidemes Lishnia. Okay, so he's married. The one who got married first, okay, <clears throat> will get her Ksuba before the second. She's considered first position lean. A Ksuba, for collection purposes, is like a Balchayv. It's going to be, in fact, we're going to discuss this then in the Mishnah, where the Kasuba actually will, 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 um, will function as that. So now, again, he's married, regular case, married to two women. So now the husband dies. Each one is going to come to collect their Kasuba. The lady number one gets her Kasuba first. And the Yarshe Rishayna also, meaning if, let's say, the husband dies and then the two wives die, so then the Yarshim, before the Kasuba is collected, they can come and collect the Kasuba of. It goes in order. then Now, what happens if he marries lady number one? Umesa. So the lady dies. So the point is, in regards to the Ksuba, the husband was Yerish, his wife's Nadunya. Okay? He's Yerish's wife. Nasa Shnia, now he marries a second wife, Umes, and then he dies. Shnia Vyarsha Kaimin Liarshivishina. So what we're saying is that the second lady comes before the second lady's Yarshim, second lady and or her Yarshim. Well, let's, let's say, again, let's just set up the story even just, just to make it even. We're talking about Yarshim. So guy's married to wife number one. Wife number one passes away while they're still married. Wife number two, <clears throat> married, he marries wife number two. They have male kids, both from wife number one, wife number two. <clears throat> the husband passes away and then the wife passes away. Now, the problem is wife number two, her Yarshim, are he's Mechaev, his estate, or the husband was Mechaev Aksuba to wife number two. Why? Because he died while he was married to wife number two. Okay, so there's a Ksuba over here. So what we're saying is that Yarshim Shnia, the wife, the Yarshim of the wife whose husband passed away, she was living when the husband passed away, she gets, she's entitled to Aksuba. Okay, when do you get Aksuba? If the husband either divorces you or the husband divorces the wife or passes or passes away. So again, the husband passed away and therefore there is going to be 
um, real ksuba to the Yarshi Shnia. The Yarsha Rishayna, really, I mean, if you look at it, and we have this, what we have to try to understand in the Mishnah, we look at Yarsha Rishayna, there is, Yarsha Rishayna shouldn't get a ksuba because the Yarsha Rishayna, the wife, first wife, passed away before her husband. So there is no ksuba here. What is there? Ksuba's been indifferent, which is what we're going to, going to discuss. So now, the Mishnah said, let's just first address the first part of the Mishnah, we'll come back to the second part. That if a man married two wives, they, and, and he passed away, leaving both wives as almanas, they're both entitled to ksuba, that the, his first wife, like a balchayv, first lean, has a first lean position, and she'll collect her ksuba first. So the Gemara says, It says that the first wife comes before the second, It didn't say that only the first wife has a ksuba and the, shni, and the second wife doesn't, meaning if that the first wife, the second one gets, doesn't have anything. What does that mean? Miklal, it's coming to tell us the way we worded the Mishnah was Miklal, the ikid bashniya, but We're coming to say that if the second one actually was Teufes first, uh, and, and, we, and the Chum set this up for a, Baal, for a Baal Chayb, there is a concept, and it's discussed, that what happens if, if you own, yes, I understand there's a first position and a second position lien, you owe two people money, but if the second one goes ahead and grabs it, we'll say that we can't take it away from him because he was Lamaisa also Baal Chayv. So now, Shmamina, so we, we should learn from our Mishnah, Baal Chayv Ma'ochar Shekadam Gava, Masha Gava Gava, right? So this is the discussion. So we should see over here, it said that, what did we say? We said that the Rishon is Kaidemes, which sounds like if we're going to do things according to the proper way, we pay the lady first, first lady, first lady first, her ksuba, the first wife, we pay her ksuba first, and the second wife, we pay her ksuba second. But we don't say that if the second one went ahead and took it, that she doesn't get anything. So the Gemara says, no. No diak, no raya. Masha gava loy gava. In other words, really, if the second balchayv comes or the second lady comes, masha gava loy gava, that's not considered a givia. Umay kaidemes, it means legamri katani. What we mean when we say kaidemes, rishan kaidemes lasheni, you know what it means? It means the second gets nothing. And where do we see this lashon kaidemes? Meaning, it doesn't just mean first and second. I go first, I go second. If you think about this just in, in the way we talk, I go first, I go second. So that doesn't mean they're both going to get. It's just a question of who's going to get first. And that's what we're saying here, that if the second one grabbed first, okay, so they jumped in front of the line. I, he called shotgun for the front seat, but the other guy jumped in for the car door and jumped in. Okay, fine. So we're not, we're not going to kick him out. They're both, they're both have rights, right? So what we're saying, no, that this is not, it's not true. There's no raya. What does kadamis mean? Legamri katani. Where do we see this? Kadatanan ben kadem labas. We've had this idea that a ben for Yerusha is kadem labas. Now, what does that mean? What does ben kadem labas mean? That means, let's say the daughters went ahead and grabbed the Yerusha. We take it away from them. So we see that we do use the lashon of kadem to mean that no, that the second people don't get nothing. They get nothing. So maybe it could talk mean that the second lady gets nothing and we don't have a raya from our Mishnah. Or we can learn it the other way. From the fact that we didn't say we didn't specifically say we would take it away if the second lady came to collect her super first. Okay, what he took, what the second person grabbed, 
is not considered a final. We'll take it away. So the Gemara says, again, we have no raya either way. And that's the point. Maybe really if the second, if the second, the second position or over here, the second wife came, she got married later, she went to grab her ksuba, she would get it. I, if so, why do we say a lushan of, maybe she would get it. I, why did we say a lushan of, why did we not say, sorry, why did we not say Amos Yimidada? I, did the ton of Reisha, since we need it for the Seifa case, we're going to jump into right now the fact and, and, that we said a Lushan of Kaidmin, we needed it for the Seifa. So to over here, we say a Lushan of Kaidmin. Okay, and therefore, don't be Medayik anything from Kaidmin. One way or another, we have no Raya. Either way, that if you have two Baal, there are two Baalei Chayv, like over here, there's two wives. The lady who got married first is in first position. She got married earlier. No riot that if the second person jumps the line and goes in front of her, either way, whether we're going to take it away from her, whether she can keep it. Okay, nagea to, to if there's not enough money. Right, let's say there's not enough money. It's not enough to satisfy both of them. There's only enough for one of them. If the second person grabs it, will we let her keep it or not? So we have no riot to that. So you from our case. Now, let's move to the second case. And this is really going to stretch all the way to the Mishnah on Saudi Aleph. Amad Aleph. And this is a sugya again of Ksubas bin Indichrin. So again, let's just remember, let's just rehash the Seifa. The Seifa brought a case of Ksubas bin Indichrin, okay, where, what's a standard case of Ksubas bin Indichrin? Let's highlight it this way. What's a standard case of Ksubas bin Indichrin? Standard case we've always thought and we have, we've learned earlier in Ksubas is a man is married to two women. Both women die. So the man is Yerush, both wives. The estate has enough to cover the Nadunya or the Ksuba of both women plus a dollar. So what we're saying is instead of we're gonna, instead of normal Yerusha would follow the once the husband dies the, that he would go to his sons in even portions. I mean, Har will get twice, but it would it would fall to his children in even portions. And what we're saying now is before you divide, there's any sort of Yerusha in even portions. Yerusha Daraisa, this will employ Ksumusman and Dichman off the top, and they'll each each male sons from each woman will inherit their mother's ksuba specifically. Nagea to if it's lopsided, meaning if wife number one had a ksuba for a thousand, nadunya for a thousand, wife number two had a ksuba and nadunya for five hundred, then the the male male children that they had together from wife number one will inherit a thousand and five hundred as opposed to them splitting at 750, 750. Okay? That would be the standard way to look at it. Our Mishnah brought a case that let's say Wife number one dies, so the husband is Yerusha. Wife number two is still living when the husband passes away. So we're saying that the Yerusha, let's say then she dies, okay? So now her children, she's entitled to a ksuba. Her Yerusha can come and before anything, collect her ksuba. Now we use the Lushan of Yerusha Shnia Kaidman. Why? Because ksuba is like a Balchayv. So before we talk about Yerusha, we're going to settle the debts of the estate. Okay, but what did it say? It said Yerushe Shnia Kaidmin, which sounds like Yerushe Rishaina would also get a ksuva. Well, they can't get a real ksuva because their wife died, their, sorry, their mother died before, and therefore the husband was Yerushe's wife. The father died before, and the mother died before the father. So therefore, there is no real ksuva. Only thing you could, if you're saying first, second, what does it mean? Yerushe Shnia, the second people come for, for their ksuba, sounds like the, first pe- the, the children of the first wife would also have a ksuba. What ksuba would it be? Ksuba's been indifferent. And that's what our Gemara is going to jump onto. Now, Shmami Natlas, we're actually going to learn three dinim over here. 
Number one, Shmamina, Achas Bechaya, Vachas Bimoisai. If one of the wives die while the husband's alive, meaning that the husband was very sure, one of them die when after the husband had already died. So one doesn't have a ksuba, and one does have a ksuba. Okay, we see that there is a and we're not going to be concerned that it's a fight's going to break out. What fight would break out? Well, let's look at it this way. Okay, so we, we, have, we understand our case is set up. So now, Yershim, the father passes away. The, 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 the second wife passes away as well. Now the Yershim are coming to divide up the estate. So Yershim Shniya, they get Ksubas Iman. That's like a chayv. So they're going to come off the top, take the Ksuba from their mother. And then Yershim Yishayna want to step in and say, well, we're getting Ksubas Benin Dechren off the top. And Yershay Ksuba number two are like, no, 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 no. W- what are you talking about? This is Yerusha. If you're getting Ksubas Benin Dechren, then we want Ksubas Benin Dechren too. I we got our mother's Ksuba. Well, that's because, you know why we got our mother's Ksuba? Because the father passed away while they were still married. That's the rules of Ksuba. If you want to talk about Ksubas Benin Dechren, well, now you're, and, and specifically in a situation, imagine setting it up this way. Imagine there, wasn't, there was only enough money to cover the Ksubas Benin Dechren. Imagine that. So we're basically, the Yershe Shnia, they're saying, look, we understand we're getting our mother's ksuba. That's because our mother was entitled to a ksuba. We're also entitled to father's Yerusha. So by giving the first wife's children, ksuba and dichren, we're messing the second, the second wife's ma- this male sons that they had together out of any sort of Yerusha from their father. And therefore, it's a problem of ensuye. So there's a habamina to think that, you know what, we're messing them over and the fight's going to break out. So instead, in this situation, say, only time you have ksubun and dichrin is if everybody's on the same playing field. If they both get ksubun and dichrin, then we'll have ksubun and dichrin. If they don't both get ksubun and dichrin, then we're not. Okay? So that's chidish that's number one. So we see, even in a situation where only one of the wives passed away of the Baal, not both. We're still going to say there's <coughs> We're not concerned of this fighting, this infighting amongst the Yarshim. Mimai, where do we see this? What did the Mishnah say? Very interesting Lashem. We understand it, that Shnia gets Ksuba. What does it mean? Sounds like second wives Yarshim get a Ksuba, get their mother's Ksuba before the first wife Yarshim are able to get her ksuba. So LMI, we see that the first wives, Yarshim, are being Yerish a ksuba. That's the Lashon of the Mishnah. Makem hu me. We see that the Yarshim of the second wife come first because their mother's ksuba was a real ksuba. That's a chayv. And the second one is just ksuba and dichrin, b'teris Yerusha. Ha'ika shakli. So that's chiddush number one. Chiddush number two out of our Mishnah, Mishramina, Ksuba Nasis Moiser Lechaverta. We see, again, what are the rules of Ksubas Ben The rules are that you're only going to employ Ksubas Ben if it works, if it's not going to supplant or supersede Yerusha Daraisa. There has to still be something left in the estate. So, meaning, if the estate was only the total value of the two Ksubas Ben and there was no other money, or short of that, then there's not going to be any Ksubas Ben Dechren. So what we're saying is over here, we're willing to say, why? We're willing to say, where do we see this? That you don't need a Meiser dinner. The Mishnah didn't say, Mi Mai, Mi Delaikatani, Im Yesha Meiser dinner. So the Mishnah never said that, Yer Sheh Shniya, Kaidmin, Yer Sheh if there's a Meiser dinner, 
which we will say in the next Mishnah, the next Mishnah, which talks about the regular case of Ksuzman and Devarim, right? So really the Mishnah is, if you, for some, if you wanted to go with simplicity, are out of order. We should have learned the, the next Mishnah, the next Mishnah, which talks about a regular case of Ksuzman and Devarim, meaning where both wives died, B'chai Bail. So it never said anything on Meister dinner. It did say Meister dinner in the next Mishnah, since it doesn't say Meister dinner. Elamai, in this case, you don't need Meister dinner. Why? Because, let's read the words again, Ksuba nasis meiser lechaverta. The ksuba that the is being paid to the second wife, the real ksuba has a din of meiser, meaning that is considered yerusha, and then it gets paid, which is a chiddush. Even though, well, what's the idea here? The idea here is that there should be a real yerusha. Is that there should be a real yerusha? The fact that. There's not enough money. There's no extra money after we pay the ksuba and the ksuba spin and dichrin. We're going to consider, there is no meiser dinner. We're going to consider the, the ksuba of the mother. Why? Because the ksuba of the mother is considered a chayv of the yarshin. Jointly. All the yarshin. Okay? And therefore, it's like the estate got it. So there was extra money in the estate. And together they satisfied their father's, their father's, uh, what, what their father was chayv. But it's considered meiser. So again, one, the rule in order to have ksuba spin dichrin, you have to have meiser. Where's the meiser over here? If there's no other money, the meiser would be the ksuba's iman, the ksuba being paid to the yarshim of lady number two. And that's the second din. And the third din is from the fact that the Mishnah said, yarshay, yarshay shniya, I mean, it's really, if you wanted to go strength of position, if the husband had died and both wives were alive, who would get the ksuba first? The first lady, like the Mishnah started. So who has a stronger position? The first lady, or the Yarshim of the first lady. And over here yet, who do we give the stronger position to? The second lady. Why? Because it's a real ksuba. The first lady is not getting a ksuba. There's only Yerusha. Ksuba's been in Dichrin, but it's Yerusha. Right? So what do we see? Then in Ksuba's been in Dichrin, Mishabdi. We're not going to be tarif from Nechasu Mishubadim. Why? The Isaka Tarfam Mishabdi. What does Tarfam Mishabdi mean? That, it, that Ksubas bin and Dichrin, again, let's just, let's just make this clear. Ksubas bin and Dichrin, and we've had this before, is really a Yerusha. It's like this quasi-Yerusha. We're treating it as a Ksuba, but it's really Yerusha. So it has to conform to the din of Yerusha. Yerusha, there would never be a concept of Yerusha on Mishubadim. Right? If there's properties that were sold while the father was alive, he sold the properties, then he died. There's no Havamina to think that the Yarshim should come take away their father's property. So same type of deal. Ksubas bin and Dichrin isn't a ksuba, it's Yerusha, but we see from our Mishnah that, Shema Minah, that loy tarfam mishabdi, meaning that it functions as a Yerusha, not as a ksuba. Maybe you would have thought it would be more like a ksuba. Why? Because if you tell me it's a ksuba, well, guess what? What happens if the husband dies and he owes his wife a ksuba and he doesn't have any land? We will go back to any lands. We will be tired from Mishabdi. So we see Ksuba's been in Dechren. We're not going to be tired from Mishabdi. We're going to say, the Sakodaita, tired from Mishabdi. Guess what would happen over here? Lacey, B'nai Rishayna, B'lachrifinu, L'b'nai Shnia. Because if they would, they could actually go ahead. We said the Mishnah made a big deal about the fact that the Yarshay Shnia come first for the Ksuba. So what do you mean? Then let the first, if, if we're going to treat Ksuba's been in Dechren as a real Ksuba, meaning that we're going to be tired from Mishabdim, then they could just take it away from the first people. Okay, so LMI, we see Ksuba's been indifferent, doesn't have that. Now, that's going to remain unchallenged, but the first two we're going to challenge. So it comes to Ravashi, Maskevla Ravashi, Mimai, who says that in a case where Achas Bechayev, Achas Bemoisai, meaning the wife, wife number one passed away 
when the husband was alive, and wife number two passed away after the husband had passed away, so there was a real chi of ksuba. Who says this ksuba is from Nedechren? Maybe in order for there to be ksuba is from we need par. We need both wives to pass away while the husband's alive. But umay koidmin, what does koidmin mean over here? Koidmin means lenachala. All we're saying is, that we're not saying that the Rishayim, that the Yarshay of the Rishayim, the first wives Yarshim, get Aksuba when we said Kaidmin. It just means Kaidmin Lonachala, meaning that before they take afterwards Nachala. Just like, and, and Rashi, I'll read the words of Rashi. Loishi Yilu Rishayim Achreim Ksubas Iman, Ela Yilu Achreim Chelkam B'Moiser Kedera Chelka Yerusha. They're going to get whatever's left over after settling the second wife's ksuba, but really they're not getting a ksuba. That's all it means. Okay? So the Gemara says, well, if so, right, why do we say Yerushe Shniya Kaidmin? It means Kaidmin to get their ksuba before we talk about any Yerusha. Aye, if so, Vichitema, well, the problem is, what did it say? What did it say? It said, Yerushe Shniya, the Yerushe so why are we calling it Yershe Harishayna? Over here, who cares who their mother is? If there's no Ksubas Ben if you and Rashi are correct, there's no Ksubas Ben then what do you mean Yershe Harishayna? They're just regular old Yershe. They're not getting anything. If there's no Ksubas Ben they're not getting anything because of the fact of who their mother was. They're getting regular Yerusha. So what's Vichitema Yershe Harishayna Lamali? And I'll just read the words of Rashi. De Karalahu Yershe Rishayna. Haloy Laimi Kaycha. Velaimi Takanta Hainbain. You, Rabashi, are trying to say there's no Ksubas bin Indechrin. So you're not, nothing to do with the mother, the Yarish, Ramai Katani Seifa, the Yershe Rishayna. So the Gemara says, ah, that's Agav. I didn't tell the Shniya, but Yershe, I told you not the Yershe Rishayna. You're right, that the, you really need to say Yershe Rishayna. They're not really, there's no Shaykhas to her, according to Rabashi. Now, so, Ravashi challenge number one, Mehechetesi. One big Mehechetesi. Who says that it's Ksuvus Benedichrin over here? Maybe, well, all when the Mishnah said that the Yershne, Shni of Yershev is Kaidmin, the Yershev Rishayna, what we mean is, before we talk to Yerusha, you got to pay the Ksuba, and that's it. There is no Ksuvus Benedichrin. Okay? And to, to assumption number two, the Shrami number two, the Ka'amr that's a simple one. Again, you said, there is, once we say, once, if you want, we're challenging assumption, we're going off the strength of assumption number one. There is Ksuzman and Dichrin. So we see Shmamina, because there's Ksuzman and Dichrin in our Mishnah, we see Shmamina that the Ksuba is considered Moisar for the Ksuzman and Dichrin. It's considered that extra dinner that you need. What are you talking about? Maybe the Taka is a Meiser dinner. Even if you want to tell me this Kasuvus Ben Indichrin over here, maybe there is a Meiser dinner. I and mean, we just didn't mention it. We didn't feel it's important to mention. <coughs> now, however, says the Gemara, Okay, so we said, let's look at assumption number one, which we're pretty much going to follow now for a while. We, we're taking an assumption from the fact that we said, Yerushe Shniya come before Yerushe Rishayna, that Yerushe Rishayna also get a Ksuba, what ksuba is that? Ksuba's been indifferent. That when one, when one wife 
When one wife passes away before the husband and one wife survives the husband, we're still going to say that the first wife gets ksubas benedichum. So that is going to be, Ravashi challenged it, but now as we're going to say, it's, we're going to try to suggest that it's a machalikas tanayim. Ba'achbachai 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 tanayim. He says machalikas tanayim. Ditanyim. We learned in a b'raisa. Mesu. So let's say one wife dies when the husband is alive, and one wife passes away, dies after the husband dies. So the Bnei Arishina can tell the Bnei Ashnia, Bnei Balas Chayvatem, to Luke Subas Imchem Vitsu. Take your mother's Suba and get out of here. Okay, meaning we have to be talking about where there's not enough in the estate. To cover more than the ksubas ben dichrin, so what we're saying is that the, more than ksubas ben dichrin plus the chayv of the ksuba second lady's ksuba. So the first yarshim can tell banana says can tell the second the second lady's yarshim take your mother's ksuba and get out. You have nothing to do with our father's yerusha. The rest of it's all for us because we get ksubas ben dichrin. That's what it sounds like. And Rabbi Kiva Eimer kfar kaf sanachalam b'lefnei b'nei rishayna. What do you mean? That the Nachala already jumped the name of Rishayna, that you know what it means? That it, it already fell to the B'nei Shniya as well. So it sounds like, what's this Machlaikis? My lab have commitmently. Demar Savar, Benana says, Achas Machayi, Achas Machayi, Yeishlaim, Ksubas Menendechren. Sounds like there is Ksubas Menendechren. Why? Because the Yarshay Rishayna, the first lady's Yarshim, can tell the second lady's Yarshim, take your mother's Ksubas. I understand your first doesn't talk about that's a real Chayi, that's a real Ksubas that has to be paid. Take that, but you get no Yerusha. So we see there is Benedechren. Umar Savar Rikiva says, So it sounds like this back and forth, the Shmamina that the Gemara wanted to say out of the Gemara, the assumption that Rashi was coming to challenge, that's actually a Machlegis Tanoim Benanas Rabbi Akiva. Amar Rabba Ashkechinu Lerabonan Debei Rav, the Yasvidu Ka'amri. So now Rabba says, I found Rabbonan Debei Rav. We're, we're going to have a Machlegis. Us and the Rabbonan Debei Rav. However, before we get there, the way that they explained this machlekes, Rabbi Akiva and Ben Nanas, was not like you're saying. Maybe, really. Everyone's going to agree there is a ksubas ben dechren. Aye, what's going on in this b'risa? So now, what are, we, what are we discussing? All we're discussing is, is a ksuva considered meiser? Again, we said that in order for there to be ksubas ben dechren, there has to be meiser. So you wouldn't be having a conversation about ksuva nasus meisol lechavreta unless you knew that there was ksuva in a different. So there is ksuva. Everybody holds for Rikiva and Benanas, and what are they arguing about? Whether or not ksuva nasus meisol lechavreta. When the only thing the estate has is the enough money for the ksuva in a different plus to settle the chayv, the ishas ksuva, and or the hu adin lebal chayv. So again. Just one a little knech here. We're viewing a ksuba as a balchayv. So when all the estate has is ksuba's been indifferent plus balchayv money, which could be either they were saying the rabban of the Rav were saying what's balchayv money? Either ksuba of a wife who survived the husband or or money that's owed to another balchayv. But either way, the point is let, let's let's just put this in, in one additional item. In Ksubas Ben Indichrin, we said the only time you're going to have Ksubas Ben is if the estate will have extra money. What is considered extra money? Do you have to have extra unencumbered cash money? Or could you say even if there's extra money, but it's going to get paid to a Baal that's still considered extra money. So that's the Machlekes over here. They're not recognizing and realizing that extra money. Ah, because, because they all inherit the Chayv of their father. 
So when they pay the chayv of their father, that's a Yerusha Daraisa. That's the way Rashi explains it. Okay? So now, <coughs> so, so you know why you can tell them to get out of here? Because, yes, I understand the estate has no money. Now it makes a lot of sense. The estate only has enough money to cover Benin Dechren plus the Ksuvas of the lady number two, which is a din of a Balchayim. So therefore, Yerusha, Yerushima of lady number one can tell Yerushima of lady, uh, the Yerushima of lady number two Take your ksuba and get out of here. I understand there's no meiser dinner. Doesn't matter. You know what? Your mother's ksuba, that's the meiser dinner over here. So there's ksuba's bidet dichren is in play. And therefore, you get nothing on Yerusha. Umar Shabbat Rikiva says, Okay, so now, that's Rabbah saying, he found that this is the way they explain the Machlechus. Point was, we tried to say that the Machlechus ben Nanas and Rabbi Kiva was a Machlechus if whether Achas Bechayev, Achas Moisad, do Rabbi Kiva, he gave no, I, I saw the Rabbanu Ben Rabbah and they said, no, everybody holds, both Ben Nanas and Rabbi Kiva hold, there is Ksubas Ben Nanas, Achas Bechayev, Achas Moisad, and the whole question is, do we consider the Ksuba a, do we consider the Ksuba a Moisad? Is that a Moisad dinner or not? Ben Nanas says yes, and Rabbi Kiva says no. Okay, now Rab is saying, I just took one issue with the Rabban and the Bey Rav. Fine, you can explain the Machlegas that way. However, I'm going to say, The whole Machlegas, they stretch the Machlegas. Rabbi Akiva and Bananas were only talking about the Ksuva. Is Ksuva considered a, a Meiser? They stretch it to say Ksuva and Balchayv, because we're going to treat Ksuva as Balchayv. I hold, says Rabbah. No, really, everybody's going to hold. There's no question that Baal real cash money, okay, that has to be now paid out to a, a random Baal there's no question that's going to be considered Moshe. The whole question is the Ksuba. But otherwise, the Machlekes is the same, meaning this is not a Machlekes and Achaz Bechayi Achaz It's only, it's Machlekes limited to, do we say the Ksuba, according to Rabbah, the Ksuba specifically is considered Moshe Lechavrita. Okay, and the Rabbanon the Rav say it's Machlekes of, do we say Ksuba and any other Chayv is Maeser Lechavrita. Maskev, let's just ask one Kasha, and that's where we'll conclude for Daf number one. Maskev la, Maskev la Rav Yaisi. Rav Kiva Eimer, Kvar Kavtsanachla. It says Kvar Kavtsanachla. There's already Nachla. Im Yesh Maeser, if your issue was, right, it sound, if your issue was that there's no Maeser dinner, Im Yesh Maeser dinner by it should have said that what's, what are we concerned about? We care about Meiser dinner. It didn't say that. dinner, says Rashi, where it already goes to your regular Yerusha, there is no Ksuvas Benedichon. That's what it sounds like. If your issue was this isn't a, you don't have a Meiser dinner, that's what you should have said. Elam Rav Yosef ba'achas b'chayiv achas Meiser kamiflagi takad is. So again, the Gemara just to, we'll, we'll do a, a shortened summary. Okay, the Seifa said a case of achas b'chayiv achas Meiser. We learned three dinim from there. Dinim number one, din one number one was again if if one not only is Ksuvas Benedichon if both wives die before the husband dies, and then we're going to split it according to the ksuba. We're going to split the, the Yerusha, or at least that amount of the ksuba portion of the Yerusha, according to what their mother's ksuba was. But even if one wife died before the husband and one wife died after, we were paying a real ksuba, we'll say ksuba's been in the house. That was diak number one. We tried to say, is that Ravashi challenge that? No, really. Achas <laughs> b'chayev, achas b'maysay is 
there is no Ksuvim in Dechren. And the whole Kaitman over here, when we said that the Yarshish Nia come first, it just means that before we talk about Yerusha at all, you got to pay the mother's Ksuvim first. That's all it meant. But we're not saying that first and then and then the first Yarshim are going to get second, their mother's ksuba, the Hainu ksuba is going to different. So Rav Asher said, Noraya, Rav Yosef tried to say that this is totally on a machlekes ben, ben, nana, ben, uh, ben Nanas and Rav Yekiva. We tried, Rabbah came and tried to slug it up, came to argue with Rav Yosef, and we said, no, it doesn't make any sense. You can't explain that the machlekes ben Nanas and Rav Yekiva is on the second ukimta that we tried to make, uh, the second diak we tried to make from our Mishnah, which is, whether Ksuba is Meiser or not, because Rukiva said a very specific Lashon, and therefore it must be that they're actually arguing whether or not there's Ksuba's Benedichon, meaning Kfar Kafsanachla, sorry, it's a, a Yerusha play here, it's not a Ksuba's Benedichon play, okay? And therefore, at this point, the Gemara is saying that I'm willing to agree to you, Rav Yosef, that, that, the, that Rav Yosef plays, that this is a Machlech Yosanayim, Achas Okay? Now, the ha- so I'll, I'll stop here.